0: Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by donation from Craig. He wants me to talk about something I mentioned a while back with regards to my ability to shut off my own sexuality and sex drive. When I was in my late teens and early 20s, I was a religious guy. I used to go to church every week and I was a very spiritual person. At that time, it was essentially a crutch in my life. Something to help me deal with the pain of not being understood by other people and my family. My family never pushed me into my faith, and it was something that I did of my own free will. And part of my faith was trying to control my own sexual urges, and learning to control my desire to control my sexual desires, and effectively, whack off less. And for a long time, it was a constant struggle. The priests call masturbation a carnal sin or desire, because it's something that's biologically driven, and something you can't stop. And that for the most part, it's subconsciously driven, instead of conscious. I didn't believe their reasoning, and I wanted to prove them wrong. I thought to myself that if I could bring my sexual desires under control, then I would prove to myself, and to the priests, that they were wrong, and that I would make myself a better believer. I attempted to stop this behavior a number of times before it worked, and I got it right. And when it finally worked, I was able to shut down all of my sexual desires and reach a point of bliss, or so I thought. Every time I did the deed, so to speak, I would feel a loss of spiritual energy and vitality, but I remember when I was 19 and had finally mastered my own sexual desires, I was sitting on the subway and watching attractive women walk past me, and they had absolutely no effect on me. After 35 days, I decided that although it was spiritually fulfilling, and I was basically more confident about myself, I was worried about my lack of sexual desire, and I thought it would never return. I was also worried that once I did find a relationship, I wouldn't be able to function anymore because I'd effectively shut my own sex drive down permanently. Sex is a drug, and in my case it was replaced by my spirituality and the fulfilling feelings that I received from that. Many years later, I would learn about the finer points to controlling carnal desire through Buddhism. I learned that things happen in a series of three steps. The first step is the thought. You think about something. Then the second step is the emotion you feel right after you think about going through with the act. And if you can recognize the situation and how the thought and the emotion are connected, then you can use reason to stop yourself from doing it. One helpful way to do it is if you can put things down on paper each and every day. Your thoughts, feelings, and then the subsequent actions. Down to the point where you start seeing patterns in your own behavior. And once you realize the patterns in your own thinking, it becomes very easy to stop any particular type of behavior. This is also something that I learned through years of therapy. My therapist would have me write down my feelings and then my thoughts on a daily basis, and then I would elaborate on them. This type of strategy also works in reverse. When I used to bodybuild, I would trick my mind into visualizing the final results instead of focusing on the process of lifting weights. If you're focused on how many sets and repetitions you have to do, then you've already broken your discipline. Instead, I found that focusing on the results was the key to successful bodybuilding. You have to focus on the feeling you get when you see your improved body in the mirror. That's why gyms typically have so many mirrors in them. They're designed that way to make sure your exercise form is correct, but the main reason is also to focus on your body. The vanity you feel about yourself will propel you to work just that little bit harder. But I'm digressing. With regards to sexuality, I think it's important for any man going his own way to spend a period of time in his life challenging his own sexual urges and trying to get them under control. Doing this saved me from sleeping with the wrong type of women a number of times, and my reason was able to trump my blind sexual reactions. Being disciplined about sex will allow you to prevent serious consequences down the road. Back in my 20s, I had a friend who had a double pregnancy scare. He had a threesome and was so excited because it had been years since he had sex that he decided not to use condoms. And the girls he slept with both missed their periods. I can only imagine what he felt as he worried about having babies with both of them. But in the end, it didn't happen. Again, if you can build up your sexual discipline, then you can change your behavior. When I walk or drive down the street with my friends, they're constantly checking out the women that walk on by. Once I learned to control my sexuality in my teens, I stopped looking at women as sexual objects for the most part. And instead, I always looked at women as love objects first and foremost. That's why the red pill has been very hard for me to digest. Because for me, it's not about the shit I have to deal with to undress a woman and have my way. For me, it was always about women as love objects, and the women I was with never understood why I loved them, and were constantly asking me over and over again, why do you love me? If they truly knew what love was, then they would be feeling the same thing as me, and not asking me that particular question. So after my last relationship, I decided to treat love with the same discipline that I had already put my sexual excitement under. I don't think about love, and therefore I don't feel that particular emotion, and I feel other emotions instead. I essentially eliminate the trigger that causes me pain and unhappiness. I also find out that when I do a lot of traveling, my sex drive typically shuts down completely because I receive other forms of pleasure by taking pictures and exploring places that I've never seen before. I guess the only thing I would tell everyone about the possibility of shutting down your sex drive is once you've done it, you need to ask yourself, what then? Once you've got it under control, then you start to fear that it might never return. And that's a long shadow over your consciousness. I also found that if you can shut it down for about 3 to 5 days, then at about the 5th day, you're essentially home free. Try not to masturbate for 5 days and see what happens. Focus on getting to 5 days, and then 10, then 20. It is possible, after 10 days, if you still have self-control, then consider yourself to have a complete control and mastery of your sexuality for the most part. But the real test in my mind is if you go out with your friends and they notice the hot chicks and you don't. This last weekend I was wandering through part of town taking pictures of female hipsters. And I did a random experiment where I would walk up to a random girl on the street and take her picture. And then it dawned on me, when women get attention from others, that's essentially the female orgasm. I used to think that females got pleasure by shopping and the thrill of making the purchase, but I think I was wrong. It's the feeling a woman gets when she's looked at and admired by others. So I would wander the streets and walk up to strange women and say smile and take their pictures. I wouldn't even ask them for permission. I would just do it. Some would smile and pose, while others would just walk away, smiling as well. The attention that I was giving them was something they were receiving pleasure from. And that only makes sense since most men derive pleasure from looking at random women on the street. So if you're dating a woman and she doesn't want you looking at other women, it's probably because she wants all the pleasure for herself. She wants to feel like she's the only one being looked at by you and the only one getting an ego boost. But you'll notice the double standard. It's still okay for a strange guy to look at her because, again, she's the one receiving the pleasure. And if another guy looks at your girlfriend and you call him out on that, your girlfriend would most likely come to that strange guy's rescue, saying things like, it's okay, he's not doing anything wrong. Women know that they're being watched, and they love it. If you don't look at them, then you're depriving them of a form of love that they understand. Not looking at a woman is almost like neglecting a child. Anyways, I also want to say that if you want to reduce your sexual appetites or desires, then you also need to try to avoid stress. I've always found that stress makes me crave sexual release. Which explains why people go nuts on the weekends. They get stressed out at work throughout the week, and it requires that they get laid on the weekend to reduce that stress. But this builds a dependence on sex in order to go through life and work. So even if you're in an unfulfilling relationship, you'll still seek out sex because you've fallen into the habit of doing that time and time again while you were in high school and college. And old habits typically die hard. Sex becomes a coping strategy to deal with the meaninglessness of life. So what you need to do is add meaning to your life in other credible ways, such as spirituality, traveling, gaming, or education, or something else. If you look at sex as a drug that controls you, then find other things in your life that are as addicting as sex, but are more productive. Throughout the rest of the week, I'm going to tell everyone's stories about my experience with the hipster girls here in Toronto. Today I'd like to share the idea that hipster girls seem to be just as unkept as hipster boys. By unkept, I mean it's almost as if women from this particular subculture aren't as interested in bathing as frequently or watching their weight as much as professional women or those living in the suburbs. And they also seem to let their teeth get really, really yellow from coffee and cigarette stains. I'll throw some pictures up later for everyone to see, and so that you can let me know what you think. But at the same time, these women puzzle me because they all seem to be about really high-quality fashion and sunglasses. Any input on this topic would be greatly appreciated. Anyways, enough of my ranting. Thanks again to Craig for your donation, and thanks to everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.